My name is Dana Sparks. You're listening to the Emerald Podcast Network. Today is Saturday, March 18th, and that means Dead Week is over. You're listening to the Daily Emerald Weekly News Wrap-Up. Here are the three biggest news stories from this week. First, the School of Architecture and Allied Arts gets a new name. Then, the law school gets a new dean. And finally, Lane County changes the minimum age law for smoking tobacco. Hey, um, while I have your attention up top, I'd just like to redirect your attention to some of the other Emerald podcasts we have uploaded. First, there's the idea industry. We have Francisca Monahan and Emily Calais talking about how to apply for a job in the advertising and journalism business and how to stand out from the crowd. It's a very good conversation. We also have a great podcast on Oregon basketball with Jack Butler, Gus Morris, and Sean Meadow, and they're discussing what to expect from Oregon this March how they can get into the Final Four, and whether they can win it all from there. And then coming up next week, we have a special Emerald Recommends Songs for your Spring Break, and I'm going to record that later this afternoon with Sarah Rosa Davies. And if things fall into place, we'll have another podcast coming up introducing you to our new editor-in-chief at the Emerald for the 2017-18 to school year, Jack Pitcher. I'm Emerson Malone. I'm a podcast editor with The Daily Emerald. I'm Max Thornberry. I'm an associate news editor. Our lead story today, University Faculty Senate voted on Wednesday afternoon to change the name of the School of Architecture and Allied Arts, usually just shortened to the School of AAA, to the College of Design. The numerous departments and programs within the School of AAA include art, architecture, landscape architecture, interior architecture, art and architecture, history, product design, planning and public policy management, historic preservation, arts and technology, arts and administration. It's based chiefly in Lawrence Hall, but there are also classes in the Millray Studios, and even up in the UO Portland Extension. The School of AAA employs 125 faculty members, has 1,800 students, and offers almost 30 degrees. Max, is this name change to be more inclusive of all these other programs rather than just group them under the big bulky title of Allied Arts? Yes, so the School of Architecture and Allied Arts is proposing to restructure the school into the College of Design. This is kind of a catch-all. Instead of all of these departments and programs, it's going to be streamlined to just three schools and one department. The three schools will be the School of Architecture and Environment, the School of Art and Design, and the School of Planning, Public Policy, and Management. The one department that will make up the College of Design is the Department of the History of Art and Architecture. So why the restructure? If it's reorganized, it's going to help clearly separate the different types of programs that the schools offer. So what else was decided during this faculty meeting? So this faculty meeting was pretty busy. Uh, The Senate also discussed changing course evaluations for students who cheat. Right now, students that are caught cheating or are accused of cheating can still fill out course evaluations. These course evaluations are more likely to reflect negatively on professors because, hey, surprise, students don't like professors that catch them cheating. So in order to help professors that are doing their job by catching students that are cheating, those students would not be allowed to fill out course evaluations, which will later on can negatively affect professors, graduate student teaching fellows that are applying for jobs, they won't be negatively affected by those students anymore. Senators also voted on a proposal to reaffirm support for transgender students. The Senate cast a unanimous vote for this proposal to confirm that transgender students can have an education with safety and dignity with the same protection and assistance as any other student. Originally, the Senate was calling for President Schill to 
make an announcement affirming this support for transgender students. But that was taken off of the table because an email was sent out to all of the U Oregon accounts with a statement from President Schill supporting this in the middle of the meeting. Let's go to our second story. Marceline Burke has been announced as the UO Law School's new dean. She'll replace Michael Moffat, who announced he will step down from the position on July 1st. So, Max, when is Marceline Burke being hired? So, Marceline Burke has been announced. She has been hired. She's going to join the university on July 1st, the same day that Michael Moffat leaves. According to Provost Scott Coltrane, Burke was the top candidate for the job, and one of the big draws for her was UO's highly touted environmental law program. Burke has done a lot of work in this area, so she was very excited to join a law school with such an impressive program in, in her area of interest. What do we know about her background? She received her bachelor's degree in international studies from the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill and her law degree from Yale Law School. She joined the University of Houston in 2002, and right now... She will remain there as the associate dean and associate professor uh, until she comes to UO in July. Burke's work outside the classroom has involved working as the deputy director for programs and policy at the Bureau of Land Management and acting assistant secretary for land and minerals management. Right now at the University of Houston, she's teaching courses in property law, land use law, and natural resources law. So again, her professional work, her scholarly work very much revolves around environmental law. Let's go to our last story today. If any of our listeners are 17 years old and turning 18 next month and you're waiting desperately for your birthday to walk into a CVS to buy a pack of American spirits, you're out of luck. Because on Tuesday this week, the Lane County Commissioners raised the minimum age for purchasing tobacco products. The ordinance passed 3-2. Max, do city commissioners not realize how cool smoking is? According to a 3-2 vote on this ordinance, this is to get teens to stop getting addicted to tobacco. Apparently, they don't realize how cool smoking is. According to a 2014 report by the U.S. Surgeon General, 9 out of 10 smokers started smoking by age 18, and smoking before our lungs can fully develop uh, can leave lungs permanently damaged, according to this report. If someone starts smoking earlier in life, it's more likely that he or she is going to become addicted to cigarettes. I think that they're less concerned about how cool it looks and more concerned about health. What other products is this ruling going to affect? The new minimum age is going to affect all tobacco products, including chewing tobacco, cigarettes, nicotine vaping juice. Uh, The ordinance is going to take place on April 13th. And if someone is under 21 and works in a store that sells tobacco-related products, are they out of a job now? No, there is an exemption in the ordinance that will allow you to keep your job if you are under 21 and selling tobacco products, but you can't purchase them yourself. Can those who are under 21 still buy tobacco pipes and water pipes? No. Anyone under 21 is not allowed to shop at head shops anymore, such as Cornerstone Glass, which is located just a few blocks from campus. Uh, We're going to be really affected, said Adam Carmona, uh, an employee at Cornerstone Glass. Most of the people who shop at Cornerstone are between the ages of 18 and 21, according to Carmona. How has the community reacted to this change? Many students are more upset about the change because they won't be able to get bongs and pipes anymore than actually buying tobacco products, cigarettes, chewing tobacco. One first-year UO student said that the amount of my friends under 21 who smoke marijuana compared to cigarettes, it's probably a 5 to 1 ratio. He was frustrated since the minimum age in California, his home state, is also 21. Uh, I think it's ignorant that raising the age of something is going to prohibit someone from doing it, he said. Community reaction is saying that they don't really know if changing this age is going to really stop people from smoking. Uh, Lots of people smoked in high school before they were 18, and now that you're here at college, there's even really less restriction. It's not very difficult to obtain tobacco products. I think we understand why the city council is passing this ordinance, but we don't know if it's going to make a whole lot of sense. 
One last question. Last Wednesday on March 8th, Eugene City Council passed an ordinance banning dogs from downtown. Could you explain a bit about that? So Eugene City Council just likes banning things. But seriously, starting next month, uh, walking your dog downtown is going to be illegal with some exceptions. The exceptions are things such as service dogs, dogs of residents who live and work in the downtown area, and police dogs. Those are all still going to be allowed. This ordinance was was spurred by an incident last summer when a dog attacked a Eugene Public Library employee and the employee's dog. The public employee's dog ended up dying from the attack. Uh, so there is some fear about the safety of dogs in the downtown area, as well as trying to, to keep out certain community members that are loitering downtown with their dogs as well. That's what it's about. That's all we have time for today. My name is Emerson Malone. I'm Max Thornberry. If you'd like to hear more from the Emerald Podcast Network, you can subscribe on iTunes and SoundCloud. And you can listen to these episodes right on the Emerald homepage at dailyemerald.com. Thanks for listening. <laughs>